Welcome to another episode of the Music and Vibes Podcast. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope you guys have had a wonderful day. I hope you guys are having fun today, doing your work, being productive. Whatever it is that you're doing and that you do every single day, I hope that you're enjoying doing it. I also hope that you had a wonderful weekend. My weekend was really good. I'm very happy about what we did this weekend. My kids and I, we just hung out. This is what we usually do, but it was nice because we weren't rushed. We didn't have to worry about places to go, things to do. And even when we did go out to the store or whatever, it was like a relaxed pace. And it wasn't like it is normally where we're rushing because we're trying to get home for virtual school or we had to run back to do homework. It was just nice, calm, and relaxing. We also enjoyed our day on Monday, which was Martin Luther King's birthday. And we just took some time to reflect on what he stood for and some of his values and talked about how we can incorporate it in our lives and what we do. Because the legacy that we all should want to leave is a legacy of like peace and helping people. I want people to look back when they talk about my life and be like, well, Kiana did this and she did that and she helped people. You know, because I think people who have gone before us, they did a lot to make sure we had our freedom. They did a lot to make sure we had rights. And I think what we need to do as a society is pay all this forward so that the people who died trying to ensure that we had these rights and these freedoms and civil liberties, that their death is not in vain. So we need to pay it forward. And that's what I'm trying to instill in my kids that you need to pay this forward. They did it back in the 60s. They did it before then. We need to do what we can do to make the world a better place to live. So we talked about that and we reflected on that. And I just think it's appropriate with everything that's been going on, especially last year into this year, that we just make an effort to make the world a better place and to stand up for the rights of people who may not be able to stand up for these rights themselves and to make the world a better place by paying it forward. So that is what we did. So I had a great time on Martin Luther King Day and then Tuesday we got back to work. So we are going in full swing and we are doing all the things we normally do, virtual school, I'm working on my business. We're back at it, okay? So that's pretty much how that works out. I have something I want to tell you guys. It's podcast related and I'm super excited about what we're doing. Now, over the next couple of weeks, you guys are going to be seeing a change in the podcast. So if you have downloaded the podcast, what you will see when you look into your apps is um, when you look at the podcast, you're going to see the name and a logo that's going to say music and therapy with relationship coach Kiana W. Mitchell. Yes, that is what you're going to see. Now, I know the show has been called Music and Vibes for years, ever since I started, but I kind of feel like it has evolved into music and therapy, and I'm excited about it because when I first started to do Music and Vibes, my thinking was that I would play songs that I wrote, and then I would talk about music, and then I would talk about relationships. So it was more like play songs that I wrote, focus, talk about relationships. But as the show has evolved over these past three years, I have realized that the podcast is more relationship focused and music is there as a therapeutic um, 
tool that we use. So I kind of wanted to change the name. So I finally decided to go ahead and do it. But I wanted to wait until I had certification as a relationship coach, which I do have. I also have my master's degree in psychology, counseling psychology. So I feel like this is the best thing to do, the best direction for the show to go into. So in the next few weeks, you will see a change. Now I'm going to tell you more because I'm trying to come up with a launch date. I know that we're already in the season five and I'm loving it. So I'm not going to stop it to do my launch. I refuse. We are just going to go through this. So what I plan to do is pick a day, maybe in March, and we're going to do a launch. And on that launch, I'm going to have like fun stuff. We're going to do giveaways. We're going to do a lot of things. And it's going to be so much fun and it's going to be amazing. And that is when we are going to debut our um, new logo and everything is going to be amazing and it may happen in march i'm thinking march because i want to have all the time that i need to get that done so it may be in march probably the first week in march i want to get it done soon but i just wanted to let you know that if you see something that says music and therapy with relationship coach kiana w mitchell it's me it's the music advice podcast we just changed our name so it's like same person good content good music different name so i just wanted to let you know and give you a heads up that is what will be going on all right so guys i'm still in the process of doing episodes and in the next few weeks i'm going to be doing our twitch show so if you have anything like anything you want to talk about or anything you want to tell me about go over to our facebook page and go to the music and vibes facebook page that was actually no okay here we go it is the music it's actually music and vibes podcast facebook page so go there okay and then it messaged me and tell me anything you want to tell me any show topics anything you want me to know or do or talk about on the show put it in a message and i promise you i will listen to you i will take your advice and i will include your topic in the show i might even do a whole show about it you know who knows i may do an after show about it Whatever you want to talk about, just tell me, and we're going to get that done for you, okay? And I also am going to be starting a Facebook group, so look out for that so you can join our Facebook group, and you can also tell me there what it is you want to talk about on the show. And I will be happy to hear what you have to say, and we will include it in the show somehow. So guys, go over there, give me your topics, and I just can't wait to hear from you. Now, before we get into the topic for today, here is a message from one of our sponsors. Here on the Music and Vibes podcast, we are all about being a better version of ourselves so that we can be the best person that we can be for our spouse, our kids, and our husbands, our wives, and for us, which is most important. We have to be the best that we can be for ourselves. There's this great app that I found out recently about. It's called Shape and Foster. So I want you guys to go and check out shapeandfoster.com. Shape and Foster is a lifestyle development app. It provides monthly actionable insight from six experts in mental health, financial planning, nutrition, fitness, yoga, and a life coach. It is a one-stop shop for self-improvement, which is amazing. The app provides a proactive and informed approach to improving your mental well-being by enhancing practices and habits to be built. Lifestyle development is all about enhancing your quality of life by improving awareness, identity, and potential. One community of actionable insight. Learn from six pillars essential to a healthy heart and healthy mind in one unique app. So guys, I want you to go over and visit 
www.shapeandfoster.com for your free 14-day trial. Now, I'm going to put all of this in the show notes so you can just click on the link and go and get your free 14-day trial. podcast, I would like to talk about how to accept an apology. In the past, I have done podcast episodes and even a Facebook Live on how to give an apology, but I have never talked about how to accept an apology or even how to forgive someone for that matter. Now, I have done an episode in the past about forgiveness and why it's important for you to forgive your spouse and why it's important also for your relationship that forgiveness is part of what you do. But I have never really gone into detail about forgiveness. So that is what we're going to talk about today. I wish that I could tell you that forgiving someone is one of the easiest things I've ever done or that I have immediately felt peace when I decided to forgive or that I got that warm and fuzzy feeling when I decided to let a grudge go and forgive someone. But in all honesty, I cannot say that because that is not true. In fact, I have found the process of forgiving to be a little bit challenging and a very painful process to go through. Now, if you want to be real about forgiving, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do. And maybe that is why I get so annoyed when I hear people telling other people that they should immediately forgive someone or look down on someone because they are still struggling with forgiving someone or make people feel as if they are less than because they are not able to forgive as easily as you can. Now, being able to forgive is not an easy thing to do, and it's not as easy as everyone wants to make it sound because it involves a lot of working on yourself to get to a better place where you are able to even begin thinking about forgiving someone. This is why it is important to let people work through the hurt that they are dealing with without any kind of judgment and let them work through dealing with the offense that they have to deal with because the journey toward forgiveness is not something that happens immediately it's a journey so it's a process and so it takes time being able to forgive is not something that can be rushed i know that it's not something you want to hear especially if you're the person who has caused the offense in your relationship but it's true You cannot force someone to forgive you if they're not ready to forgive. That's not how it works. You don't get to pick the timeline on when you are forgiven if you've hurt someone. Now, for someone to be able to forgive something, what needs to be done is that the person has to get to a place where they are able to heal emotionally and begin to think about forgiveness before they can forgive you. So if you have not done anything in your marriage or relationship that warrants an apology, then you don't need to be forgiven. Now, I wish I could say that none of us here, that all of us, have never done anything that has hurt our spouse. I wish I could say that we were always kind and took into consideration the thoughts and feelings and emotional needs of our spouse. I wish I could say that we don't need to talk about giving and accepting apologies because we have nothing to apologize for. But you know what? That would be a lie because all of us have done things in our relationship that we are not proud of. We've all done things that we need to be forgiven for. And because of that, it is important for us to talk about how to accept an apology. 
Now, regardless if you are the person who needs to give the apology or the person who needs to accept the apology, we all have a need for forgiveness. If you are the person who did the offense, then you need to be forgiven. And if you are the person who have been hurt, then you have to eventually begin the forgiving process. And I would recommend doing this in baby steps. There are going to be days where you feel like you are making progress toward forgiving someone. And then there are going to be days where you feel like you've gone backwards by 10 steps in this process. If you are the person who needs to be forgiven, you too are on a journey toward forgiveness and being forgiven because you not only have to deal with waiting for someone to forgive you, but you have to be able to forgive yourself for what you did to that person. So you are dealing with two things instead of one. I have heard people give apologies and they get mad when the person does not accept their apology. Or I have heard people say things like, well, I apologize and if they don't accept my apology, then that's on them. Now, every time I hear any of these comments or see people get mad because someone won't forgive them right away, it baffles me. And here's why. Like, apparently, you have done something that really hurt this person. So why is it wrong for them to take their time or take the time that they need to process the offense then in their time begin the journey toward healing and forgiveness? Now, here's what I think you have to understand. We have to understand that if someone's not forgiving you right away, it's not because they're being a jerk. It's not because they don't like you or want to make your life miserable. It's because they really have been hurt and they really need to process and work through some things before they can even begin to forgive you. I think that at times we feel entitled to be forgiven and we feel like the person owes it to us to forgive us. And when we don't get it immediately, we get angry and upset. When I say we feel entitled to be forgiven, I'm not talking about people in general, but I'm talking about you and I'm talking about me. Now, it's important for us to be forgiven because when someone forgives us, it helps to take away the guilt that we are feeling regarding what we did to that person. Being forgiven allows us to view ourselves in a positive light and it helps us to feel better about ourselves. So many times an apology has nothing to do with being sorry, but everything to do with our reputation and how we want to be viewed by people and others. This is not always the case, but we can be honest with each other for a minute. Okay, no worries. I am not going to let anybody know that you have done this too, because I'm going to just say there have been some times where I've apologized and I've apologized quickly because I realized that what I did made me look bad. Or how many apologies have you seen on Twitter or on social media platforms that you know were not real apologies, but they were just put up there for damage control? So in actuality, the person could care less if they were truly forgiven or not. And the only thing that they cared about at that moment was their reputation. You and I are like that sometimes. The apology sometimes can be more about us than it is about the person that we hurt and have caused pain to. We feel better and we want to feel better because honestly, if you love someone, it's almost impossible to hurt them without causing pain to yourself. So giving that quick apology takes away the uncomfortable feeling of dealing with what you have done to your spouse. And instead of throwing out the quick apology, it would be more important and more helpful for you to do some self-reflection and put yourself in your spouse's shoes and try to imagine how your actions hurt them and how they are feeling at that moment. Now, I'm saying that you should not... Now, what I'm saying is not that you should beat yourself up over what you did 
or begin to have negative self-talk about yourself because this is not healthy as well. But what I am saying is that you should deal with the process of forgiveness. Deal with the process and that you have to go through to say you're sorry and really mean it and understand what they're feeling and to let them know that you get it, you messed up, and you're sorry. And you also have to go through the process of waiting for your spouse to forgive you for what you did to them. This is an important thing to do because it allows you to feel the pain that you've caused your spouse and it will give you insight on how to really apologize to your spouse in both words, deeds, and actions. A true apology is not just about words, but it's also about actions. In order to give this type of apology, it is important to also forgive yourself for what you have done. If it is hard for a broken person to apologize, it's true. Because if you are broken, it's hard for you to apologize. Because you're not in an emotional place where you can apologize for something you did because you are broken. Now, it's okay for you to give an apology while you are in the healing process of forgiving yourself. That's fine. But as you get further in the healing process of forgiving yourself, you need to show that to your spouse through deeds and through actions. You can apologize with your actions as well as you apologizing with your words. Saying you are sorry is easy, but living out your apology takes a little more courage takes a lot of work and it's a lot harder to do because living out your apology requires you to daily let your spouse know that you are sorry and that you're trying to change and do things differently. It helps your spouse begin to trust you again and it requires you to be patient with them because while they go through the process of being able to forgive and trust you again, the road toward forgiveness for both of you and your spouse begins with an apology. So it's important to remember that sincerity goes a long way when you are apologizing. So, here is what you can do when you are apologizing. Ask for permission to apologize. People you have offended appreciate that you're not jumping right in and assuming that you can do something that involves them. So asking for permission to apologize is huge in letting them know that you get why they're upset, you understand, and that you're sorry. Let them know that you realize you hurt them. This is big, people. This is important. You know how sometimes we give those blanket apologies like, well, I'm sorry if I did anything to offend you, and I'm sorry if. When you say I'm sorry if, you're just saying, I don't think I hurt you. But since you feel that way, I'm just going to say I'm sorry. No. Let them know that you get it. You understand why they're upset. So an apology would be something. Here's an example. And this happened to me recently, so I'm glad I could tell you about it. All right, so the other day, I was using my daughter's bowl because she likes to buy little dishes and everything. So she bought herself a bowl, and I was using it. And I put it in the microwave, and I had something in it, and I went to take it out, but I did not have any oven mitts or anything. So I took it out with my hand. It burned my hand. So, of course, since it burned my hand, I quickly tried to throw it on top of the microwave, and it landed in the microwave. It spun around for a minute, and then it went crashing to the floor, and it broke. All right, so I broke her little bowl, and so when I was telling her about it, she was like really upset, she was crying like she lost a family member, and I was just like, well, I'm really sorry, I'm sorry, I could buy you a new one, and she's like, it's not the same, mom, can you buy me a new one, because I love that bowl, and I'm just like, in my head, of course, I'm thinking, it's a bowl, like, I can just get you a new bowl, but 
you know, that's what I was thinking. But I didn't tell her that because I did something that hurt her. And I understand that my daughter loves her things. So she buys something or she'll keep it for a long time and she'll take care of it. And that's just how she is. So when I broke her bowl, it was very hurtful to her. So I apologized once, apologized twice. I hugged her, told her I was sorry, let her know if there's anything I could do to make it up. And instead of doing what I normally would do, because I too am working on how to give an apology, instead of saying like, it's just a bowl and if I did, and if you're crying about it, I'm sorry that I broke it. No, I didn't say that. I said, I understand I broke your bowl. I know how much you like that bowl, how much you like eating out of it. I know how much it meant to you. I'm really, really sorry. And I said that and I gave her a hug and let her know I was sorry. And then... It didn't just go for that one time. Throughout the next day or so, I kept apologizing and letting her know I was sorry. I get why she was upset and that I was sorry. So let them know that you are sorry. Another thing to do is tell them how you plan to make that situation right. So I did that in this way by saying I can buy you a new one. And even though she didn't accept it, she knew I was willing and ready to make that situation right. Let them know that... Inherent in your apology is a promise that you won't do that again. I did tell her that in the future, I will probably not, that um, I will be more careful when I use her stuff. So that is how I did that. So after you talk to things, formally ask them to forgive you. So then I was like, Dawson, well, she didn't listen to my podcast anyway. So I was like, Dawson, can you please forgive me? And she's like, okay, mommy. And I was like, I love you. And she's like, I love you too. So after you talk things through, formally ask them for forgiveness. Another thing to do is consider following it up with a handwritten note. So you've already talked about it. Say, I forgive. They said they forgave you. If you are the person who needs to apologize. So just follow that up with a handwritten note. Now it's time for both of you to go forth and live out your promise. And by living out your promise is you show them that you have that you're sorry, that you're really sorry, and that you're not going to do it again. That, my friend, is how you give an apology. Now, for those of us who have been hurt by someone, here's how you accept apologies. Now, apologies can create uncomfortable and awkward moments, so it's easy to feel rushed into accepting the apology before we really begin to think about it. So, you'll have to learn more about how to listen and evaluate an apology before responding. A small amount of time can make a whole world of difference when a relationship is under stress. So first and foremost, listen to an apology. Find a quiet location with few distractions and prepare yourself to really listen to the apology. Hear what they have to say. Listen to see if they get why you're upset, if they understand that they hurt you, and if they really understand what they did. Decide if you're ready to accept the apology. And listen, okay? It is okay if you are not ready to accept an apology at a certain time. Because accepting an apology or being rushed into accepting an apology is not going to help your relationship and it's not going to help you heal. So make sure you're ready to accept the apology. Don't be afraid to say, I appreciate you apologizing, but I'm not really ready to accept the apology at this time. Okay, it's not okay. It's okay. All right? And here's how you can evaluate their apology. Does it seem sincere? Look at their body language. Does it seem like they really get it? If it seems sincere, then you can probably accept it. Are they giving you eye contact? What's the tone of their voice? Have they lowered their heads and showing signs of like humility and remorse? So 
check to see if the apology sounds sincere. Does it include but or however? Because a but is pretty much saying that they do not fully acknowledge that their actions cause you pain. Or they say however, once again, they're not acknowledging that their actions cause you pain. So see if that apology has a but or a however. Do they acknowledge the pain that they've caused you? This is important because in an apology, it's important to know that the person understands what they did to hurt you. Do they accept responsibility for their actions? Do they just want to move quickly past the apology and return to normal? Because if that's what they want to do, they're not really sincere because they're just trying to get it out of the way because they're feeling bad and uncomfortable as well. So see if they want to quickly move past the apology and return to normal. And finally, it's important to know that you are ready to move forward. Okay? Now, I will put step two on um, our Facebook page because there's a lot of things that go into that. So, but there are things you have to look at when you accept an apology. Another thing you need to do is acknowledge their apology. After you acknowledge your apology, then give your response and let them know whether you accept their apology at that time or not. Because you are not obligated to accept an apology just because someone offers it. It's up to you to decide whether the time is right. Okay? So acknowledge their efforts while remaining uncertain, which is fine. You can say, I acknowledge this. Thank you for apologizing. I'm just not ready to accept it this time. Or you can accept their apology. And when you accept the apology, you can accept it and then move forward. Or if you decide you just are not able to accept the apology at that moment, you can do that and just say, I don't accept your apology. And at a time when it's reasonable for you, then you can accept the apology. Now, here are just some things that you can do when it comes to an apology. You need more time? Then you need more time. And that is perfectly fine. And just let them know, I need more time. If you feel the apology isn't sincere, you can say, I don't feel that this apology is sincere. So once you apologize, there are ways that you can move forward after you finish accepting their apology. There are a lot of things that you can do. And I think that creating a sincere apology and accepting an apology takes time and effort. And so responding takes some time and effort as well. So try to resist the urge to just say, it's okay, I, I forgive you. It wasn't a big deal because no, you are what you're doing is minimizing your feelings. It was a big deal. It is important that the person knows this so that this does not happen again. Now, whether you decide to accept the apology at that moment or not is totally up to you. And it's okay not to be okay in accepting an apology at a particular moment. However, it is important that you take your time as you go through the process of forgiveness and accept the apology when you are ready to. All right? It wasn't so close to end this way. I thought was so strong, I thought it would stay. But people and things got in the way. Now I have no words to say. What started out so beautiful was easily erased. You said that we should separate because you need.
before I end the podcast, I would like to thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I really enjoy spending time with you each Wednesday, so thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with me today and for spending that time with me. I also want to thank you guys for sharing the podcast and for subscribing. I can see a difference, so I want to encourage you to continue to share and continue to subscribe if you have not already subscribed to the podcast. Now, if you have, thank you so much for subscribing and thank you for sharing. If you have not, thank you so much for going to subscribe to the podcast right now and also thank you for sharing. Um, If you guys want to get in contact with me or have any kind of um, topic that you want to talk about in the podcast, I have my contact information in the show notes. So you can reach me on Facebook at the Music and Vibes Facebook page, or you can also get to me on social media with Instagram, and I think I have my Twitch there, but Instagram for the most part. So you can message, and if you message me, I promise I will respond, and like I said, you might even find one of your topics as a topic for the podcast for me. So go ahead and just message me, and all that information is in the show notes, so you have no excuse not to talk to me or contact me if you want to contact me. I also want to remind you guys that we are going to be doing a a launch for music and therapy with relationship coach Keanu W. Mitchell, and you'll be hearing more about that and more details and more updates. So if you have not subscribed, go on over and do that now so that you will be in the know about all the great things that we're going to do, and especially about the contest that I want to do. All right? Well, I think that's all for today. If there's anything you guys want to talk to me about, you know how to get in contact with me. So if there's nothing else, Have a great day. I'll talk to you later. And I hope you have the best week ever. Okay, bye.